Hello and welcome to Friday Night Fright Presents Comic Book Calvacadia 2020. Man, we're going to have some fun this month. Every episode in May, every day in May, there's going to be a brand new episode. It's going to be a mini review of a comic book movie. Yay, can't wait, hyped. So it's going to cover the gauntlet. It's going to be loads of MCU stuff. There's going to be some DC stuff probably. Uh, might be some off stuff. There's going to be Flash recaps of Flash Season 2 every Tuesday. Um, so it's going to be four or five of those, depending on how many Tuesdays are in May. But it's going to be tight, because they've all got a week off. Yay! Anyway, this is the intro comic for Cavcadia. So you hear this every day of the week, and then you'll hear an intro for the movie that I'm covering that day. Or TV show. Ooh, scary! Anyway, I'll be back after a brief word from our sponsor. Hello! I'm back with another episode of Comic Book Cavcadia 2020. May 23rd episode, which will go out a bit late than usual because I'm recording this intro on May 22nd and I'm absolutely knackered and I don't want to watch Captain Marvel, to be honest. I'll watch it probably at some point tomorrow, so I don't know when this episode's actually going to go up, but there you go. Um, I'm looking forward to Captain Marvel. I liked it. It was a good movie. It's been a long week, a long month, you know. Um, a very long month, uh, you know, this podcast today was clearly a mistake but you know it's an interesting fun mistake at least so this episode probably go out in quite close proximity to um frigging um sunday's episode so there you go anyway yeah captain marvel i i liked it time it was good it was enjoyable it's decent performances and i like brie larson i think she's a really good actress and i'm not and sets this misogynistic douchebag so I can appreciate movie and her performance and not get angry that she isn't particularly enthralled with the white, mostly male critical aspect out there. I mean, her comments about needing more diversity in criticism and film criticism, journalism aren't wrong. They're not wrong. You know, and you shouldn't feel threatened by that. I mean, if you do feel threatened by that, we'll be better at your jobs and maybe grow thicker skin like you know but there you go yeah i mean and also i i i get people don't like the idea of a strong female character who's actually a strong character and is able to show multifaceted sights and is not a jerk off fancy for straight white guys you know like it's okay doesn't always have to be about you. And I, I thought it's good. I, I, I enjoyed the fact that, especially when watching it at the time, I was like, this is cool, you know? Like, little kids, male and female, should have the chance to look up to female characters and not find them being problematic and overly sexualized. But I can understand how a certain fan base doesn't enjoy that because, you know, God knows we need another white guy named Chris to star in a Marvel movie. And that's not necessarily wrong with that, but it's nice to have a diverse range of movies. Anyway, I've talked for too long about this. Um, I'll be interested to see how Captain Marvel holds up in the realm of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I'll be back in just a second to you guys, not to me. I've brief word for my sponsor with my review of Captain Marvel. Hey guys, so I just watched Captain Marvel again and I really, really enjoyed it. This is a balmy Saturday morning in um, England, May 23rd. 
and yeah, watched Captain Marvel, and I really enjoyed. Did I say Captain Marvel first time? I can't remember. Yeah, Captain Marvel, really good. Um, I guess I'm wrong person to like, right person in a lot of ways, but in other ways, you know, not necessarily the person most people want to view something like this because, you know, my views essentially biased because I never had any problem with. With awesome female characters who are stronger in every conceivable way than male characters. Like, I grew up watching stuff like Terminator, Sarah Connor, with occasionally a psychopath, and more aptly rippling aliens. And I just assumed it's just like good is good, pretty much. Like, but to make it more of a point, when it comes to this, I, I've always had the attitude that. If a female-led superhero movie is bad, that doesn't mean you shouldn't make them because there's a lot of bad male superhero movies and bad male-driven movies in general. So why shouldn't you be able to make a female superhero movie which is merely pretty good? That's what we should be striving for, that these movies can be made and if they're bad or only pretty good, you just go, that's fine, we'll make, we can make more, we can try again. Because it's not intrinsically linked to one movie, you know, you can just keep going. That's what I like about this movie, and to like lack of stink, or maybe more of stink, Wonder Woman. They're both good movies. I really enjoy both of them. Will I say they're the best superhero movies? No, but they don't have to be. Like, that's not always the goal, you know? Or maybe it is, maybe people want to make the best superhero movie, but we should be okay with movies that aren't groundbreaking, necessarily, you know? It's this idea of like, oh, it's the first one, it has to be the best one. It's like, no, because if you remember the first super movies from like the thousands, I mean, X-Men was okay. X-Men's pretty good. That lit. It wasn't brilliant. It was pretty good. And you kept making more X-Men movies, so why not? But to get back Captain Marvel, I like the movie. I, I genuinely like it. I like Brie Larson. In general, as an actress, I think she's really good. And I think her slight sense of sarcasm and flippancy works for the character. It really does. I know a lot of people got worked up about it. Because, you know, how dare women not be into sexism. And not be into sexual objectification and actual harassment. But, you know, I've always found that sort of attitude weird. And I'm not going to say that I've always been the best guy when it comes to um, interacting with women I haven't but you should be we should be striving to do better instead of being really defensive and going oh no no that's not true you know just look at your own behavior and go maybe I could probably should have done better in that situation you know I'm just saying but no I, I, I do enjoy Captain Marvel I would say my only flaws with it, and these are minor flaws, I don't like the structure of it. I feel that what you want it to do was sort of a Robocop thing, where, like, you start off and then you get flashbacks and all of that. You start off with the tense scene and then move on for that. I think this movie did a bit too much setting up, you know, and gave us a bit too much information about theirs before we saw the information on the screen. You know, I would prefer to be parceled out over a better period. Like, Robocop has a fantastic structure, and I think that's what this movie's going for, but it doesn't quite stick landing. Probably because this movie's trying to handle worthier themes, um, 
And it does a decent job of it, and it's an important thing to put out, you know, even this day and age, as Jesus Christ, there's a lot of sexism, as as it's emphasized by the, some of the Marvel fans, the psychopaths, um, sociopaths, sexists, homophobes among them, who rambled about this in Black Panther, like, go fuck yourselves, to be honest, you know, but essentially... The thing this movie almost sticks landing on is the second act with um, Carol Danvers and Nick Fury is fantastic, really good. It's like buddy cop thing. And Simon Jackson's not trying to steal show or anything like that. He just has a really good rapport with Brie Larson, as he does with most people in Marvel Cinematic Universe he works with. And they bounce off each other brilliantly. And when it turns into that movie, it's really, really, really good. The part before and part after is decent but those parts really shine and I think it goes back to for the original four movie where the best parts of the movie were parts set on earth and all parts set in space were okay they were they were watchable but yeah stuff was the best and don't know what that says about marvel cinematic universe that they do earth stuff better than space unless it's guardians of galaxy but what can you do i do also think that um they really embrace the power in terms of the abilities and the untapped power of Captain Marvel, a.k.a. Carol Danvers. But in some ways, it's a bit of a problem. And don't mean problem as in the actors some people have of, oh, she's too powerful, you know, blah, blah, blah. I mean it more in virtue of they'll have to really work up their game to have someone be a credible threat to Carol, you know. And I'm sure they can. I'm sure Marvel can. There's lots of aliens out there who are threats. But then for this movie, she's basically full-on binary warbird mode, you know. How is anyone going to deal with that? It's getting in Phoenix levels, to be honest. Not not movie Phoenix levels from yet some movies, but Phoenix levels in general. And, yeah, I mean, apart from that, really enjoyed it. Um, i go 4 out of 5, I guess. Uh, I won't go 5, although soundtrack's definitely 5 out of 5. But no, really good movie, very enjoyable. And she is going to beat shit out of Thanos in Endgame, I have no doubts. So I'll be back tomorrow with the Avengers Endgame review. And, you know, as always, remember two things. One, life is beautiful. And two, don't go on Facebook pages for CW TV shows because the amount of sexism and racism among those is shocking you know it's people who are basically gatekeepers of fandoms and don't like shows that don't appeal to their very very unprogressive viewpoints so uh, no problem saying that you know some of these people are literally the worst and would probably salute red skull if he can, if he is real you know anyway until next time bye this is in austin signing off